So the parents are going to get charged along with the 15-year-old who murdered four students at Oxford High School, Michigan. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Um, I am not using names. It's a rule we have here in these types of situations. We're not making anybody famous. We just won't do it. So there was a shooting at a school in Michigan. Four kids were murdered. A lot of other kids were injured. Teachers were injured. As the reporting goes, investigators have been saying, we don't even know how to explain to you what it is we're seeing in these videos. But the parents are going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter, arguing that their actions went far beyond negligence. They already knew the kid was a problem. There were text messages, meetings with the school, one that took place that morning. But they were at the meeting. I don't know if that's the negligence. And if you're saying negligence, what is it that you want the parents to do? And we're going to talk a lot about this right here. Over the course of the next days and weeks, you're going to hear me being even more assertive on this idea that anybody who believes that vaccines will save humanity and eliminate COVID uh, should be called out as ignorant. And this includes elected officials. This includes doctors. This includes your mom, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. I'm not talking about your specific mom. I'm talking about your mom in general. Well, any mom who would believe, well, if everyone gets a vaccine, we won't have any more virus. None of that is true. None of that is true. None of that is true. And there is a congressman who is saying, I would like to see the FDA information on vaccine data right now. There's a whole story going on about a piece of legislation where 80 House Republicans voted for something called the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act. H.R. 550 provides $400 million to uh, fund an immunization system data modernization and expansion. So it's a database a confidential population-based computerized database that records immunization doses administered by any healthcare provider to persons within the geographic area covered by that database. Now, I got to tell you, I I can't imagine that there isn't already something like that that exists. I'd be surprised if there wasn't something like that that existed. To some extent, But why would anybody vote in favor of a database showing the medical history of anybody? It's not what I want the federal government to do. But Representative Ralph Norman, not Northman, Norman, N-O-R-M-A-N. I don't know why I can't say Norman. Republican from South Carolina. He is introducing legislation that says, hey, FDA, release to us all the documents related to the coronavirus in the next 100 days. They, the FDA, they have a different plan. They're saying we 
would like to hold on to this data and not release it for 55 years. That's that's really something that's happening. The FDA doesn't want to share with us what they know about COVID. When they maneuver like this, I find it very unnerving. And I question what it is they don't want you and me and we to know and see. I have not changed my point of view that I believe that the vaccine works. Nor have I changed my point of view that the vaccine may have caused problems for people. I would expect that a vaccine could have two sides of the bell curve. Some people get vaccinated, they felt fine. Some people got vaccinated, they were down for a couple days. Well, different people have different reactions. Some people got the vaccine and it actually helped them. Some people got the vaccine and they got sick. Why does the FDA need 55 years to hold this? Doesn't make any sense at all. It's not who we are. It is obvious on obvious on obvious that there are far too many government officials who have wrapped up their entire being in this fear factor push on lockdowns, on keeping kids out of school, on forced vaccines and forced boosters. By the way, my question still remains. Can anybody show me the data that shows that a booster works? That a booster will guarantee that instead of being down for three days with COVID, you'll only be down for a day? That you will feel 82% less symptoms or 43% less symptoms or let's get a percentage of less symptoms? I think there are a tremendous amount of Americans who had absolutely no problem getting a vaccine and have zero interest in getting the booster. They want to see how it goes. You want some interesting data? I'll give you some interesting data. The interesting data shows that when you're talking about the vaccine, you can see a degradation over time regarding the acquiring of COVID, meaning symptoms. So a vaccine, I think it's the Israelis who have this, and and I, I think there was one from Sweden. I was just at an, at an event where this was being displayed. I don't think I'm allowed to say where I was and, and with whom, uh, but I, I gladly would. I just don't think I'm allowed to say so. I like to keep uh, certain levels of privacy. If we talk about the vaccine, six to nine months after the vaccine delivery, and, and it's fully in the system in two weeks, you see a degradation in the vaccine's efficacy against the acquiring of symptoms. However, in the six to nine months afterwards, you do not see a degradation in the ability of the vaccine to fight off serious illness. Well, ain't that weird? Two different studies showing this data. 
that when you take a look at fighting off serious illness, keeping you out of a hospital, keeping you not dead, it still works. But it may not be so great at preventing you from getting a symptom to begin with. Which I can understand. And then you take a look at it from an age standpoint and you say, well, well, boosters aren't for people who are 35 and healthy. Boosters may be for people who are over 70 and have six comorbidities. Said it before, say it again. I will say it until the cows come home. The comorbidity question is the only one. There are reports that when you take a look at the people who really died of uh, of COVID, you know, the, the amounts of people who actually died of COVID, that number is not 700,000. That number is radically smaller, something that I have said from the beginning and I continue to believe because we have not taken into account the comorbidities. And when we see groups of people dying who have upwards of six or more comorbidities, obesity, hypertension, things like that, well, COVID was just one more thing, but you can't say they died of COVID. That's a lie, guys. Now, I want you to stop for a moment and go back to how I started the conversation. I don't think that vaccinating children makes sense. If your child has leukemia, maybe it does. I think the vaccine works. That's how I started this conversation, because it does. Let's not kid ourselves. Let's not get crazy. It does work. But the virus is also rather survivable. And there is not a data point that shows that a 30-year-old, 40-year-old, 50-year-old person, man or woman, in good health, with no comorbidities, needs a booster. And the people who are starting to require boosters are absolutely positively wrong. Not just wrong, as wrong as wrong can be. They are not based on any science whatsoever. You see how we managed to have this conversation? Without any yelling, without any screaming, without anybody losing their minds, without any name calling. No one called anybody a fascist. No one called anybody any science, anti-science. We are discussing it like rational folk. That's how easy it is. Now, ask yourself, if it's so easy, if it's so possible to speak like rational people, why would the FDA need 55 years to hold any information from us? Why would they need it? They, they, by the way, 55 years, uh, that's 2076, just in case you're playing the home game. Um, uh, Ari, I, I hate to break it to you. I don't think you're going to make it. What? Why? 2076? Yeah. I've taken a look at your lifestyle, and uh, I, 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 just can't, I just can't see it, man. Dude, this is a lot to dump on me on a Friday. Yeah, I know. I know. Have a good weekend. Ay, ay, ay. Was that too much? Yeah, a little. There's no reason the FDA is doing this. And the only thing to take from it is that our government says, don't trust them. This is another example of the institutions failing us in every way, shape, and form. Which, of course, is the biggest story out of all of this. It's the biggest story out there.
that we don't trust the institution anymore. And I'll tell you what, a bunch of us are pissed about it. Did it ever dawn on us that, that the FDA and the CDC and doctors would, would, would just flat out lie to us? Or pat us on the head? Or worse, tell us when we ask a question, hey, you don't get to ask questions. You simply comply. That's infuriating stuff. And regardless of our side of the aisle, there's a lot of us who feel that way. And when the FDA comes out and says, we need 55 years before we release this. What the hell is this? This is a Pruder film? We're going to find out that JFK actually got dosed instead of shot? What the hell? Insane stuff. Criminally insane stuff. But I do have good news. I, I try to bring everything to you. You can get the Whopper at Burger King for only 37 cents. Seriously, producer Ari, nothing? I can't eat Whoppers anymore, Tony. I'm going to die in 55 years. You might as well have that Whopper. Eh, you're right. I was, once, drink. I was once on a plane with my wife, and the turbulence was rough. And she turns to me in the turbulence and says, you know, if we die, I'm going to really wish I had that donut for breakfast. And I said, you get to stay. Because that's a perfect, I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh, bless that woman. Burger King, letting you know uh, just just for the next couple days, today and tomorrow, you got to get the app. And uh, it's 37 cents because that was the original price. You have to be a Burger King Royal Perks member who orders via the Burger King app or website. And I just want you to know, I'm ordering all the burgers. Oh, this is happening. This is, got to, I, first of all, I don't even know where a Burger King is. I don't know the last time I was at a Burger King. Because it's not my guilty pleasure food. Uh, a Hardee's, which Carl's Jr., depending on where you are. That's, that, that's my guilty pleasure food. When's the last time you were at a Burger King? Uh, six months ago, maybe. All right, did you get the onion rings? Oh, it was six months ago, dude. I don't remember. Oh, I, I would remember. I would remember. I had a sip of a Jamocha shake from Arby's like two weeks ago. First time in 20 years. And it's it's still just as good. I think it's still the original batch. Still just as good. And they make fine fries. No one told me that. No one told me they make good French fries. I I, I appreciate that. They're, they're, they're now on my list if, like, there's, like, some kind of, you know, hankering. But, yes, 37 cents for the, 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 the Whopper. Just go to the app store, wherever it is you get your apps. Get the Burger King app. Uh, you can get it, uh, or you can order via the website. You got to be a Burger King Royal Perks member. I don't know what that involves. I don't know if you have to pay anybody. I am not uh, sure what it is. Uh, Center of Cinema is full-on savage. I have got the story. And Alec Baldwin is an actual savage. Tony Katz, great to be with you. Tony Katz today. Let's go bourbon, shall we? Honestly, on a day like today, you feel like having a drink responsibly, of course. Can't believe I have to tell people to be responsible, but I guess it's a worthy reminder. Tony Katz, Tony Katz, today, uh, you guys know uh, that I host a cigar and bourbon show called Eat, Drink, Smoke. 
and uh, we review bourbon and whiskey and, and rye and rum, tequila. We review cigars, talk about lifestyle. There's a lot of uh, food talk, grilling, and you're going to be getting a lot more recipes and, and other things coming in 2022. And so been working on a, uh, on a on a book, and actually a book series. And we want, you know, we want people to, to cook and to bake and, and to grill and, and to barbecue because those are two different things to smoke and, 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 you know, learn about bourbon. So we, we, we came out with the first one, let's go bourbon. And uh, it's, it's, we, I, the whole series is the let's go series. Let's go smoke. Let's go drink. Let's go barbecue. Let's go grill. Let's go bake. Let's go cook. And we're going to be doing all these things, cookbooks. And, uh, very, very cool. But the first one uh, is called Let's Go Bourbon, and uh, Let's Go Bourbon is uh, the Bourbon Raider, the Bourbon Reader you, you've you've always needed. Uh, and uh, myself, Fingers Malloy, who hosts the show with me, uh, it's gonna be available on Amazon, and according to what I'm hearing, it should be available this weekend. Now, the truth is, I should have had this done three weeks ago. That was the deadline. I'm staring at it right now. Uh, the, the 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 deadline it, it wasn't right we've been working on it for months and I just wasn't I just wasn't there I wasn't pleased it wasn't where where I wanted it to be and we're not we didn't write a tome you know it's it's an easy read it's 9.99 and it's 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 history of bourbon it's uh, the famous names in bourbon quotes uh, that have come throughout the years, recipes you should know by heart. A little story uh, about myself and, and and Fingers Malloy and how we how we came to this this place. Uh, but it, a very cool, very cool resource kind of thing. Something you can enjoy. I don't know. Leave it in the bathroom. That's fine by me. Uh, it, it is it, the, the reason I, I share it is is a we want you to know that the book is there and that you're, you're going to be able to get it and you're going to be able to get it. Uh, they 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 tell me it'll be you know you'll be able to get it for Christmas and I'm like that's fantastic, that's fantastic. Uh, but this whole thing that started as just a podcast and is now on seventy stations across the country. Uh, look, I, I happen to turn my hobbies into professions. That's that's that that's how I work. Right? I don't golf. I do this. Um, it's always good to have an outlet. Really is. Really important to be able to kind of step away and and let your mind work some other things and some other ways and some other places. Uh, that's how this all started, and that's why I've done it. And now it's turned into uh, the podcast and the radio show and now the book and excited. It's called Let's Go Bourbon by Tony Katz and Fingers Malloy. Eat, Drink, Smoke presents... You'll be able to find it, and when it's for sale, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Very much looking forward to, to getting it out into the world. Congressman Jim Banks on this idea of a database for vaccines. He's up next. Keep it here.